Hi, this is Amit. And this is Akhila. Welcome to the Indian Music Charts podcast. This is a show where we look at the weekly music charts on Spotify and make it our springboard for a larger discussion about the music industry. We discuss listener trends, what it says about the industry and where it might be heading, and occasionally we'll also share our two cents. New episodes drop every Tuesday, so don't forget to hit follow and the bell icon to be notified. Welcome to the Indian Music Charts podcast and welcome back if you're a regular listener. This episode discusses the charts published on 12th May 2023. Let's kick off by talking about a few tracks that caught our attention. This week's highest climber is Showstopper by Jerry. Now Jerry, if you don't know, is a relatively new Punjabi pop singer and this well he's also a rapper and he's rapping pretty fast on this song which is also moving up pretty fast on the charts. It's climbed from 173 to number 61 this week. And this week's new peak is actually a K-pop track called Cupid by this artist called 5050. This one on the chart is actually the English version of a Korean song which is titled 5050 Twin Version and it's also currently the highest ranked international track on the charts. Yeah, and it's quite interesting because this is a bit of a slow burn unlike, you know, BTS or Blackpink uh, who have these huge core fan bases uh, that stream their tracks uh, in huge quantities on the week of release with an eye on the charts actually they try to get the song to debut high mm-hmm. on the charts uh, and that's what typically happens with their songs they'll debut uh, pretty high on the chart and especially if it's a korean language mm-hmm. track it's an english track and it happens to cross over it might stick around for a little longer but typically what happens with bts blackpink and even the solo uh releases by the members they'll debut high on the chart and then they'll gradually fall off this song which is actually by uh this k-pop k-pop girl group is uh as is rising thanks to of course what else but short format short format video where it's trending and it's, yeah and it's currently number 1 uh, at mm. least on this on the day that the weekly chart was released it was number 1 of the daily viral songs chart in india mm. and fun fact this is the first k-pop girl group to make it into the uk top 10 Uh speaking of number 1, uh Man Meri Jaan is back at number 1. It's uh, it is at this position for the 16th week. And this is a good time to segue to a track that is going to kick off this week's discussion. At number 182 is Obsessed by Riyaz Saab and Abhijay Sharma. Yeah, and Riyaz is signed to Maspeel India. He's a Punjabi rapper. This is only his second release and This song interestingly is a mix of Punjabi hip hop verses and a Hindi pop chorus. It uh was released way back in September and it's actually doing better on Apple Music where uh as we have mentioned the past hip hop over indexes uh you know as compared to other services it was number 2 on Apple Music. Uh and the reason why the song has taken off of course short form at video but in particularly after actor Vicky Kaushal posted a clip uh this we think has had a significant impact on the track's performance which raises the question and sets up our discussion for this week is whether celebrity endorsements help tracks break through you know now this is not something that we haven't seen in the past i mean it's a very common practice to get a celebrity to you know uh, endorse your track or to mm. sort of back it up uh and you know this is slightly different from a remix or a collab where you know you get a popular 
artist and this and you know the practice of basically releasing your single and then after a few weeks getting a guest artist to come and do a verse uh, this is kind of different this uh, the celebrity is essentially you're just is mining their popularity uh, and you know back in the mtv channel v days i don't know how many of our listeners were uh, born then <laughs> and young enough to remember uh, i mean if they're to listening remember. to us i feel like they are old enough to remember yeah old enough to remember that back in the day i think adnan sami when he released his second album he did a whole bunch of music videos with the like some of the young bollywood actresses of the time i remember anim karji was in one of the videos and uh, you know today this takes the form again similarly of getting a uh, actor or mm-hmm. a t- from from the movies or from tv or even an influencer to act in the music video or if not in the music video to share a reel you know mm-hmm. essentially and but th- the way i think about it this is essentially an option that's only available to large labels that have the big marketing budgets i mean mass appeal okay is is technically an independent label but it is a uh, you know it is a jv with the us uh, mass appeal mm-hmm. and uh, so and they distributed by the orchard which is owned by sony i mean so i don't know whether you know they probably have the budget to do something like this uh, and you know this is like and you know akala you will obviously have a lot to contribute here because this is kind of marketing campaign territory right i mean yeah. i know sometimes this happens organically like i remember when brown monday released ranveer singh and a couple of other actors you know doing these reels mm. based on it and i don't think at that point that necessarily those were all like you know they were paid campaigns yeah. they seemed to be pretty organic yeah no i think what you're saying is right this is more marketing territory and but in general i will tell you this like again from a label perspective right like um again this is not true to all labels i only speak from like my experience generally the marketing team is also somewhat involved in the process of putting the video together as well right and also then once it goes out your various ways of marketing it and i would and you took us through like a few different examples right one is you have someone appearing in the music video you have someone doing a reel you have someone in this case the kekoshal literally just mimes or like you know it's playing in the background and he seems to be having a great time to the song right there's a difference in terms of two categories of you know the celebrity angle to you know these examples one is there is a celebrity involvement and then mm-hmm. there is a celebrity endorsement involvement is usually manufactured right you decide preemptively that you know we will do a reels campaign they're going to be usually the marketing team will always look at a mix of you know x number of macro influencers let's say five you know bollywood people you'll have like 10 medium you know celebrities and a few hundred micro influencers mm-hmm. right that's very manufactured but this is i think an a case of honestly i don't think this was manufactured um mostly because see one is even i think like marketers know this and i think people are also very smart these days the second they know that something is planned they sense the inauthenticity of it you know mm-hmm. and somewhere this one has really worked out because there is something very authentic about this right because you don't need to know wiki kaushal personally but whatever you may have seen of him in the media whatever you've seen of him portraying you know whether you know what is the movie that he was in i remember he uh, he's an aspiring musician okay and the kind of music at place in the background was also sort of cued from what he listens to and he sounds and he looks like the kind of guy who would enjoy this music so when he puts out a reel 
of music that he seems like he would enjoy people can believe it right the second thing is he doesn't do this every day in fact he's very rarely you know said oh i like this song right so when it comes from someone like that there's a lot more weight and you know when we were you know thinking about this episode i remembered something that had happened like a few years back uh when there was this track called bomb diggy which was released under mm-hmm. artist original which later tcs picked up put it into a movie and it was one of the first tracks uh that got a snapchat integration a filter mm-hmm. and this is when snapchat was also really going big on these right and something very interesting happened so basically ranbir was in the southern new york office and you know the team just showed it to him that hey by the way we are doing this so he just tried it out and i don't remember what happened i i don't remember if it went on someone's personal account or if it went on the southern account maybe it went on the southern account it was briefly there okay and there was actually media who picked up video screen grabs of this thing ranbir takes uh, you know tries a filter and is listening to bomb diggy and that was not manufactured and the thing is those kind of things if a pr person sends it also right journalists are very like i mean you can also speak to this right you wouldn't pick it up and in that case also one thing it seemed like a song he would like the second thing is he's not on social media at all so there was a novelty factor that oh someone who's not on social has come on and with wiki kaushal and obsessed i think it's not manufactured it's just something that happened it's an authentic fit and you know people seem to resonate with him as a person so therefore they resonate with what he likes mm-hmm. uh but actually you know i did want to ask you you know like uh, amit evidently right there are many ways to work with celebrities to take your music to the world right and as a music journalist for so many years you must have seen this transition right like mm-hmm. when a track would come out it would organically find success and now there are a lot of external dependencies for example like you said like short format the immediate result of this endorsement was a pick up on short format which then translates to mm-hmm. you know the charts uh i just want to know what are your general thoughts on like how music is now being discovered yeah i mean uh you know there are so many ways typically right when you see uh, how music is being discovered commonly the most common thing seems to be short format but as we've talked about that can sometimes be inorganic that can be a very sort of planned and plotted way of doing it so you know sync is a big way that songs get discovered these days a classic example is running up that hill by kate bush which uh, you know was synced with uh, stranger things and it became a much much bigger hit than it was originally i mean in the when it was released in the 1980s it only hit number 30 i think in the us charts uh when it got re-released you know it was number 1 on spotify for a long long time on like the billboard hot 100 it reached the top 5 you know it went back, it went to number 1 in the uk which i don't think it had done in the original run so mm. you know uh like so obviously like in the indian context there could be like video ott shows although i don't think we've really seen a very huge kind of not breakout yet. hit yet not yet but again i mean if you go back to last week's show it's a good way of artist discovery now right uh, actually no might be when i think back the biggest sink hit was saturday saturday that was in a movie though yeah it? so first yeah. it was a single mm-hmm. then it got synced so mm-hmm. i think that was a i think that was probably one of the very first examples of taking a independent track putting it in a yeah. movie 
Yeah. Although I don't know if it's independent because if, if, if I'm not wrong, the single was also Sony and it went into a yeah, Sony album. I mean, I, I, yeah, and but you know you've had many examples of like say Bacha tracks like you know Kargaichul, which was again used. Yeah, yeah. Movie. There but was a whole series of Bacha that happened, yeah, like Bacha yeah. after Bacha. But I, I do feel with some of those tracks they were already hits in like the within like. The Punjabi mm. pop industry, and then they got synced, and they became even bigger. Yeah, like you see that happen, and, and that's the whole reason why they were like sort of taken up by Bollywood in the first place, right? Mm. Uh, they had proven because, success in a different yeah, setting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then of course they do the like they they uh, redo the lyrics and all that. That song, I think Dunya from Luka Chutti, which was originally called Khwab by the mm. same called Akhil, Correct. and you know that uh, you know. So there's several examples of you know taking a song that's already a hit and then. Making, making it a bigger hit, hit. Yeah. in like putting in Bollywood. I mean, for me, it's more about taking like songs that aren't that well known and turning them into like you know big yeah. hits. I mean, uh, and and I don't think you can put "Running Up That Hill" in the similar territory because obviously that song it was, was kind of like big. a forgotten song. It was a forgotten yeah. song, right? Yeah. It was not. But it was big that... when it came out, right? Like, I mean, not as big as it is now, but like yeah, thirty so, is still not guess, bad, right? It's not bad, but it's not like a huge hit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in the nineteen eighties, where songs like you know the 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 time that songs spent in the charts was far less, mm-hmm. so it would be you know uh, not that remembered. But yeah, I mean, just to think about the tools of discovery I've been talking about. So just shifting the perspective back to the independent music scene, I'm just trying to think of examples where this similar idea of you know getting a celebrity involved. And you might have some insight into this because mm. one of the Pratik clear- Kuhar and Obama comes to yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but I don't think Obama so much because like that didn't really do anything for the that did a lot for him. I don't think it did really much for the song because the song was yeah. already pretty well known. That yeah. the the video for that song, which had Jim Sharp and I think Zoya Hussain, you know, mm. uh, it was again an artist original release. You know the. I wonder getting those two known faces, whether that was a conscious decision to sort of help get that video a larger audience by having, you know, yeah. I mean, okay, neither of them are huge, like in terms of Bollywood and like if you compare them to Ranbir or Ranbir or Vicky, but they are still well-known names. And at that point in time, more familiar than Pratik Kuhar. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that, that decision yeah. was more from his management than the label. Okay. But yeah, but again, like I'm speculating their insight behind it. But I think they, I but I do remember they had tried a different version of the music video first, and they were not quite okay. happy with it. And then this is the second version of that music video, and I'm not. Again, my memory's a bit hazy, but like I would, I would assume that they were thinking about it as like, we want to bring some known faces to you know like also leverage the power of YouTube but we also kind of want to be in that domain of an indie sort of an actor and actress so you know there's that value fitment yeah 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 and then you know you had Ritwis try this out recently again with a song called Taj where he had Fatima Sana Sheikh you know, mm. uh, in the video but I don't think that song really took off the song itself didn't really take off that much and if, mm. again, if you go back to Pratik Gohar, where he released Kasur, which was like this fan featuring video where it featured It did fans. very well. And that did, I think, I would think that actually did like really well. And I was thinking it did better. But when I, when I actually see the YouTube stats, both those songs have 17 million views. So mm. having a celebrity and not having a celebrity, uh, it like sort of had the same result. But of course, you know, there was a fair difference in the timeline. I mean, I think... Uh, 
you know, there was a couple of years or two or three years between those songs and Pratik himself became a lot more popular. So maybe I would have expected Kasur to have a little more, uh, mm. you know, the 17 million. Um, but, you yeah. know, the like, as you're talking through these examples, right, you know, the one thing that kind of stands out is that in every case of success, there are a few things that tend to be common, right? Like, and the most important one is novelty at the time of release. Mm-hmm. And back in the days, like you said, you know, bringing in a celebrity into a music video was really unheard of, you know. And in fact, if you remember, there was one T-series track where they got Vicky Kaushal, actually, since we're talking okay. about him. Um, and it was one of those things there where the music video is like a movie start to end. And it was one of the first ones that did it. So everyone went to see it because they're like, hey, what is this new thing? Mm. But now it has become a formula, you know, mm. because like I remember we used to get in a week, like some 10 tracks will come as priority tracks and mm. everyone will be like, ah, oh, this has a big celebrity. Yeah, and then yeah. that celebrity level kept, I hate to say it, it kept dropping. Okay, first it was like film actors. Mm. Then they were like TV yeah. actor. Then it is yeah. B-grade TV actor. Then it's like influencer, like, with a hundred k followers, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, yeah. bro, this is not a celebrity, also anymore. I don't even know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, I, and in fact, that reminds me that I remember. I think I even wrote a column about this because it sort of annoyed me when I started seeing the fact that these guys started putting the actors' names in the mm. audio as well. So that was uh, tags to get people to yeah, click. Yeah, yeah. So it's exactly. So there was like that Mumbai saga, which was the weirdest kind of thing the T series did, where they had Imran Hashmi in the movie, mm-hmm. and then it was actually they released it as an independent single, but it was actually in a movie. Oh. So it was. So so what they did was they sort of created this mini music video, which was originally a non-film track, but then mm-hmm. since it included it in the movie, it became a film track. <laughs> so <laughs> it was all very confusing and like, they yeah, actually, it's very so, and confusing they put, and T-Series actually did this a couple of times they had Imran Hashmi and then they had Nora Fatehi I remember she was in some other mm. she was I think in a in a pop like a Guru Randhava song or something like that again and uh, uh, what, just Nach dancing in the video Nach, Nach 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so she was credited as uh, you know in the audio, I mean, okay, in the YouTube video, I can understand, you know, tags mm. and the sort of, you always have the name of the actor there. But on the audio, I mean, what is the contribution apart from yeah. the cover art, if at all, you know? Yeah. No, I think it's, it's a bit again. like, it's a bit shady in the sense Yeah, that... shady because in, in that sense, in every like Bollywood song that got released, you would necessarily have to credit the actor uh, yeah. The, as as yeah. a lead artist. It's not like they aren't tagged so that if you, yeah. like in the metadata, if you look for that actor, you will find mm. their songs. And but this was... So not, the, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I was just wondering like whether yeah. she gets from, from, from performers royalties like... <laughs> I definitely uh, don't know, think for, so. For that audio yeah. single. You know, no, but she see, the way a, you uh, are like tired of, you know, this sort of happening, mm-hmm. right? I think consumers are also tired now because they're just like, fine, this is another famous person yeah. dancing, you know, this doesn't yeah. mean much anymore. And that's why when you have a Pratik Kohar doing the opposite of what is trending and putting all of his fans yeah. in the music video, it suddenly stands out, you know? Yeah, yeah. But again, I, I mean, you need to get to that level of popularity, right? So as we mentioned, like, Colmes was mm-hmm. his breakthrough track. Kasur was when he was already very successful. But you know, there's also a way of doing this in a very mm-hmm. subtle manner. Like, if you remember Brown Monday, which had Sidhu mm-hmm. in, a, in a, like, a, a, few, a few shots. 
and that was almost like a a little stamp of credibility for mm. those guys for AP Dilo and his team i mean so that was like i think a great example of mm. celebrity endorsement wherein you know it's in this subtle way it's not in this and then completely brand new i mean not brand new i mean they released some tracks earlier but again that was a breakthrough track and that really got people's attention right yeah. if you got this kind of uh, endorsement that yeah. i think is a second thing thing and there's an element of surprise right mm. and somewhere like you know when you see a glimpse and like you as a listener felt like oh you you caught that you know mm. so then you suddenly also have a certain amount of ownership also you feel that mm. i discovered this you know cameo i like mm. this person and therefore i also want mm. to sort of endorse it right yeah and, and technically you would have to had to watch the music video on your own to see yeah. that cameo as opposed to like the other way around where you are uh, you know you're not checking out the, you're checking yeah. out the music because of the actor and you, you know, know with this song that we are discussing today obsessed you know mm. my own like way of discovering this track mm. was not through wiki kaushal like again mm. uh, i mean i also like him because who doesn't what woman doesn't but you know he's really not the person i look to for music recommendations okay mm-hmm. uh for me it caught my attention first one was the artwork i remember seeing the artwork mm-hmm. and i kept thinking that you know this looks very like mm-hmm. arresting is very different from everything else i've seen i wanted to check it out but i forgot okay mm-hmm. but then i'll tell you when i hit play is when divine shared it and he posted okay. saying this has been on loop for me and okay. so for me it was like if this guy who rarely posts anything mm. and mostly when he does post his own he posts his own live gigs mm. if he's saying someone else is like really good mm. i need to see what this is about you know but did you know that it was a mass appeal release i mean him being like the main that that i that i knew but the thing is i've also not seen him promoting other mass appeal releases mm. so okay. yeah so uh i mean i didn't think about it so methodically also when i saw it like these are all afterthoughts yeah, yeah. but like since he doesn't really post about other tracks you know mm-hmm. when i saw that he's posting about someone and it's someone who's relatively new mm-hmm. i was like let me kind of go check this out and so this also kind of brings you to another aspect of let's say celebrity endorsement who is a celebrity really differs depending on your audience cohort right and if you i guess you know as a label if you sat down and you said that okay this music video appeals mm-hmm. to let's say three kinds of people mm-hmm. let's find those three people who are you know uh opinion leaders mm-hmm. for those sort of cohorts mm-hmm. and then maybe you know get them to post about it i think that's a better way to go about it but mm-hmm. this is a little bit manufactured i'm not entirely yeah. sure if it'll always succeed you know yeah but you know this just again just talking to you reminded me of this very controversial thing that happened with the oscars this year uh you know and i don't know whether you read about mm-hmm. this but there was this very surprise uh best actress nomination uh for this british actress called andrea risenberg uh i i, I don't know whether i'm pronouncing her name properly but basically she's like this um uh, you know she's acted in a lot of indie films and mm-hmm. you know and it was very controversial because there were these black actresses like viola davis who was like supposed to be expected to be nominated but instead this actress and this movie called to leslie which not many people had heard about got this uh, nomination mm-hmm. and essentially what had happened in the weeks running to the nominations a lot of these celebrities actresses started like talking like you know posting about this uh, performance and this actress saying that it's amazing and even like a couple of them even had like these zoom interviews with her or like these lives mm. you know interviews with this actress and 
you know, oh yeah, there's a lot of and, lobbying and, also that happens yeah, with Oscars. And, and it turns out that it was like a marketing campaign that I think the talent agency that was, oh. that was working with uh, all these actresses and was also handling that movie or something like that, like, you know, they roped them in and maybe they genuinely liked, uh, you know, the performance. But, mm. and then what happened, it got all this attention and she actually ended up getting the nomination. Uh, she didn't win, of course, but this has caused now uh, the Academy uh, mm-hmm. You know, to actually introduce new rules this year about how you can campaign. Oh, wow. So to sort of prevent something like this happening. So again, it's all in the realm of celebrity endorsement, but again, not necessarily organic endorsement. Mm. You know, it's all this kind of manufactured thing. And I think that, uh, you know, and that's like an award. So it becomes a little more problematic. Yeah. This is just a release and promotion. It's clearly in the marketing and promotion territory. Uh, you know, and I think it's everything's fair in that sense because mm. you know you know uh, yeah. you know that okay, this is uh, uh, whatever. I mean, nobody's forcing you to listen to it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, seeing, and all he uh, did was just like post with it, you know, and yeah. So uh, it's interesting yeah. that you know, and but it's obviously worked. I mean, two different fan bases, right? You have mm. Vicky Kaushal, you have Divine. And uh, this is a decent track. I mean, I wouldn't say it's reinventing the wheel, but it's a nice juxtaposition of, like you said, Punjabi and Hindi, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like rap and pop coming together. Like the verses are very like, it's, it's you know, uh, like these romantic verses and uh, very easy to kind of... uh... To be honest, like I will tell you one thing. My experience again, like what I tend to get on reels is very different from what is actually working in terms of the charts, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think that's purely to do with maybe just my algorithm and what I've been interacting Mm -hmm. with. Like while I'm interacting with this music on Spotify, um, I think I'm maybe seeing more travel stuff and things like that. So for me, I still get a lot of uh, Dilbar, which is the Tech Panda track. Okay. Yeah, it's like everywhere, and you know. So this is not the not the Bollywood song. No, 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 no. So this is uh, Tech Panda and this other artist. I think in yeah, they're a duo. Yeah, I don't know. Zani, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that track is everywhere because now that's a very versatile track because it goes on cooking videos, it goes on travel videos, it goes on dance videos. It's on everything and. So again, like again, those are more UGC generated popularity, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of like a celebrity. But um, yeah, I think this was an example of just a good fitment, man. Like someone that has a good following and like loyal fan following, and them putting out something that seemed right up their alley. Yeah, and we'll see where this goes. Like we said, it's already number two on Apple. On that note, let's play the track. Obsessed by Riyar Saab and Abhijay Sharma. 